Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. <laughs> Fast forward or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just want to bring more energy to it. I might have had some pre-workout before this. No wonder that explains yeah, I'm a lot. I'm feeling a little tingly right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually really loud. Why did you point me like you feel it? <laughs> like you know, you know, like like you know when your foot falls asleep, so it's pretty yeah. Then you touch someone's like. Ah! Oh, not like that. Not like that. It's just like oh. usually my face. I don't know. It's weird. That doesn't sound. That's why I open the window because I'm gonna start sweating like early. Don't worry about it. Okay, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Hey, okay, guys, let's get back into it. <laughs> so this week we're gonna be talking about something that's coming up in a couple weeks. You're actually talking really fast, huh? I told you I took pre-workout, so I'm no, like, like when people <laughs> slow down. Huh? People like energy. No, but you're talking uh, energy is fine. But I put like, up a poll. <laughs> okay, guys. Like, oh so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it actually looks like really loud on there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know why I'm so loud today. Because you maybe because I have so much energy. Okay, okay, let's get back into it. <laughs> you're really None gonna, of this is usable. You're gonna trip over your words. I won't. I won't. Even though I have a like a huge lisp. <laughs> See, I have to say that slowly so I don't actually mess up. <laughs> Th- that's like the worst word you could give someone who lisp? has a lisp. Like the the word lisp itself is almost impossible for someone to say who has a lisp. No, y- you said for it. me because I have to like intentionally like remember how to say lisp. How if else I will don't, it come I'll out? go like this or something. Like my Lift? mouth. Yeah, like I'll, I'll, it'll come out right. It'll come out wrong, I mean. Have you ever accidentally called me Thara? No. Okay, <laughs> it's not that bad. Because uh, if you did, I would judge you it's so the, It's the, like the SP sound. I don't know. There's something about that that like kind of uh. throws off my lisp. Like I have to like actively think about it or then. Mm. And sometimes I'll hear it in the podcast because I have to listen to myself a thousand times while editing it. And where like, like Damn. I could Because I have like a heavy tongue and I could sometimes hear the heavy tongue. Mm. And I don't know if it's only me who noticed it. Maybe other people notice it. But at this point, like, sometimes I'm going to flub over my words, guys. Just get used to it. But I don't want to, like, call you out on it and make you feel insecure. So I just don't say anything. Oh, don't worry. I'm already insecure about it. Oh, (laughs) I'll never bring it up. Don't worry. I will never, ever mention it. Okay, guys. Like I mentioned (laughs) at the beginning there, uh, it's currently May 25th, May May 19th, May 20. What day is it today? What month is it, Amir? Oh, sorry. March (laughs) 20th. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Your brain is on like. <laughs> As you know, in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. it's currently March 20. Um, Ramadan is coming up. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we thought it would be important to maybe talk about it and uh, see what. Oh, shoot. The computer is freaking out. Okay, okay it's good. caught up. Yeah, we're good now. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. <laughs> if my voice cuts out for a few seconds there, you'll know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we just want to talk about Ramadan in general. Uh, we have we have like opposing um not views what do you call it like methods of preparation. methods of preparation <laughs> i.e i do nothing and you apparently like have a whole list of things that you do you know like it's a bed night routine or bedtime routine or something so <laughs> nighttime routine nighttime routine whatever you know what i mean yeah but uh so i won't really have much to say well like you actually were asking me like so like you just do nothing or like what do you yeah. what do you actually is there any are you being like literal in that you do nothing and yeah i literally don't do anything like, i don't so prepare just, for anything you just go about your life how do you life? prepare for something like that okay let me tell you my list yeah okay, okay. so um the first it, it takes me a couple weeks to prepare for ramadan what yeah you had okay Sada. it's like a slow gradual process first of all I guess, I guess, like mentally, you can like get yourself prepared for it. Yeah, mentally is part of it, but like yeah. first of all, there's like the very literal ones. Like, I feel like you Make don't. Make sure you made up all your days. <laughs> yeah, I did that on time this time yeah. for once. Mm-hmm. But um, aside from that, 
What? I just remembered a meme. I think it was like in November or December, someone posted. What? <laughs> Ramadan Mubarak to all the sisters making up their fast. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw so like, funny. I saw someone I recently remember. post like two weeks ago being like, guys, I'm about to have my... It's about my. It's about to be my time of the month, and there's two weeks left until Ramadan, and Yo. I still haven't made up any of my days. I'm like that stress. Good luck to you. <laughs> that stress. That stress. I saw that too. I can't remember who posted it. I can't remember. Who, I think it was like a repost to someone online, like yeah. a story or whatever. But um, when I say it takes a couple of weeks, it's because there are different parts of preparation. So like first, it's you prepare your house. Like you know, if you ever do, it's like spring spring cleaning, but like Ramadan cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And I know some people like to decorate their house, which I've always like wanted to do. I just never really got into it. I don't know. Actually, yeah. Like I, I've seen people doing that recently for like, like it. events like Eid mm-hmm. where they're like, yo, they prepare their houses on Christmas for the lights and stuff. Yeah. Why can't we do it for our own celebrations? If, we or should. Or our own uh, holidays. Yeah, We should. Yeah. Yeah. So are you planning on doing something like that? Yeah. I showed my mom some uh, twinkle lights with like a crescent. Yeah. And stars. I was like, do you want to get this? And she's like, really? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, why not? And she's like okay <laughs> really yeah okay I, i'm not doing nothing like that but but okay so aside from you know decorating and cleaning your house um it's also just like how you prepare your body because uh i've just seen how my body reacts to fasting fasting can have a lot of health benefits too mm-hmm. by the way like you guys can look into that i'm not really mm-hmm. a scientist or doctor that's gonna yeah. sit here and tell you but i like to prepare by like uh either eating less or like making bigger gaps between my meals so like having lunch um having breakfast skipping lunch and then having dinner or not having breakfast and and i'm doing that not for like dieting purposes but it's more so to just train my body to like get used to feeling hungry is that is that something that you can actually do like have you looked into the science of it because i don't know if you can prepare your body for something like that well i do it because normally like the way that i am is if i'm really hungry i can't focus on anything else but Mm -hmm. my hunger yeah and unfortunately i work every day (laughs) yeah i need to be able to focus while i'm hungry you know yeah um and my biggest thing is aside from like eating and just being hungry is caffeine remember Mm. i was telling you this the other day so part of that is like i'm trying to wean myself off of coffee like i have a huge addiction i'm not afraid to say it and I start my weaning off process by switching over to tea the month before. And then two weeks before, I just cut out all caffeine. So no no tea, no coffee, mm-hmm. just water. But technically, you can still have... I guess for you, it's like... I, I wouldn't call it an addiction then. Ad- an addiction means that you literally can't live your day without it. Well, yeah. Like, I've been suffering for the past two weeks because I have headaches every morning. Really? Yeah. Co- tea doesn't do it for me the yeah. way that coffee does. But it's the same amount of caffeine, is it not? Or maybe it's just the 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 ritual behind it. Maybe, maybe it's all psychological. I don't know. But yeah, I definitely do get the headaches, and it's it's starting to get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna lie, I had coffee today. Really? Yeah, I had coffee today. Oh, oh yeah, you. She literally just had it while coffee. <laughs> no, 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 not while I'm no? here. This morning, this morning. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I th- but I thought you were getting. Oh no, no, that maybe that's just for me. You know, yeah, I was asking you. Oh, for you, okay, okay. Last week, remember, you're like, yeah. oh, you didn't bring me any. Uh, 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 okay, I was like, okay. hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but aside from from that stuff, I also prepare mentally, you know, like uh, when you're kind of, I'm, I reflect and I remember why we're fasting, obviously to fulfill our obligations. Uh, but then like the, the reason behind it, you know, um, and remembering to be grateful for what we have, but also 
by being grateful, you donate. And during the month of Ramadan, for those of you that don't know, your rewards are amplified. Um, and so it's the perfect time to kind of stack up the rewards, you know, mm-hmm. maximize it and uh, do as many good deeds as possible. And of course, it's always a reminder to myself and, you know, and, and by way through you two yeah. before we remind you guys. But um, aside from that, it's setting Ramadan goals. So it's, you know, we have New Year's resolutions and it's always I feel like Ramadan is that opportunity to to reset yourself spiritually um, and to to make goals. And and also not like I saw this recently on Instagram where, you know, we were taught someone was talking about how Ramadan has become so. I don't want to say mainstream, but like I feel like um, companies are now starting to get, I guess, publicity for for like they're I don't know if you knew this, but Party City has Ramadan decorations now. Yeah. Where are you going to get them from? Right. If it makes sense. There's a huge Muslim population now. It probably wasn't feasible earlier because there wasn't enough Muslims to make it like uh, profitable for them. So I guess maybe Muslims came out of nowhere that we've been around. Um. Yeah, I guess so, but like I think they just saw it as an opportunity to make money. Yeah. But like and what I was what I saw on Instagram was um it's like we shouldn't focus so much on like what I made a note here was like um mm-hmm. although we want to be productive, we want to set goals, we shouldn't really focus too much on the <coughs> let me let me set an agenda and like, you know, I'm going to make you can do that. Like you can be organized, you can yeah. do all that stuff, but like you should focus more on the actual act of worship itself and like fulfilling those, I mean, um, sorry, completing those goals that you set for yourself rather than the whole act of trying to be productive. So are know? these goals that you're setting for the month or for like? No, no, it's not for just the month. Like obviously yeah. you have goals for Ramadan. Yeah. Like I know we spoke about that last year for Ramadan and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that for me, like something preparing for Ramadan, I guess it's something I kind of do during it. But if you do consider it, now, I guess I do have one thing that I prepare for, but... Yeah, which, that counts. Yeah. But you can also set goals where you're like, you know what? Like, for example, let's say I didn't wear hijab. I would be like, okay, this Ramadan, I'm going to start wearing hijab. And inshallah, I'll continue to wear it after Ramadan. Yeah. Like that, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? Yeah, like something you can do. It's almost like a starting point. Almost like a New Year's yeah, resolution. Exactly. <coughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean... If you guys have Ramadan goals, we would love to hear them. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get some inspiration. We do have about a little less than two weeks, or is it two weeks exactly? I can't. I don't know. Yeah, look. it's it's literally April 2nd, so two weeks from now. Oh, yeah, two weeks from now. So mm-hmm. by the time this goes up, it'll be one week from now. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have any resolu- or not resolutions, goals, mm-hmm. <laughs> share them with us, and maybe we can all inspire each other. Um, to have a productive, beneficial Ramadan, inshallah. Yeah. But now, because of the fact that we're getting closer to, like, shorter days, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, it feels like it'll be almost normal for a lot of people. Like, it, I don't think we'll feel it as much as we used to. In the summer, we felt it, for Ooh. sure. Because it was, like, 9 p.m. before we could eat. We would fast for, like, 17 hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like and that. now, like, I think the latest will be 7.30. I can't remember. Actually, no, I think it, it still will be. It still will be pretty we'll be long. be fasting for what, 14, 15 hours? Actually, yeah, I guess it will still be a, a pretty long days. Yeah. Next year, it probably won't be. Next year is probably going to be like in it'll the middle of daylight start, saving. Like, yeah, it'll probably, uh, I think it might be like right before. I'm looking at my calendar. Oh, yeah. Here. Or actually right after daylight saving. Because yeah, it always changes by two weeks, no? 
Like this week, literally, it might start this week. Yeah, this week. Okay, this week so it'll be right before, right after daylight savings. Mm-hmm. So we still got a couple of years before we hit that like nice stride where the days are like super short. Yeah, when it's in like November, December. Yeah, unless unless the government actually follows suit with what America's doing and gets rid of daylight saving. Did they actually? Yeah. Why isn't that all over the news? Oh no no no! Like okay, so in America they have the Senate and then they have Congress. Okay. I believe uh, Senate, uh, the Senate's the one who uh, passed it. Mm-hmm. And now it has to go to Congress and Congress has to pass it. And then after Congress, it gets signed by the president and then gets made into a law. OK, so it's not official. official it's yet. not official, official, but it was so unanimous in the Senate that they feel like it's just going to follow suit with in the Congress. Like it's going to be unanimous there as well. And it's going to pass without any issues. What are you, Would you want that for Canada uh, to get rid of daylight saving? um wait so if they got rid of daylight saving what would that do so right now we when when it first comes in we put our clocks back by one hour right in the winter we do that in the winter Mm -hmm. so if we never put our clocks back by one hour and we put it for now actually no i don't want to get rid of it because technically if you got rid of it like your days would be Sure, but then again, no, no, the sun, the sun is out for the same amount of time every day. But I guess that you can maybe get an extra hour of sleep or something inside there. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it would work. I need to kind of like figure lie. out the it's science like, of it. It's like hurting my yeah, brain. Yeah, exactly, thinking just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know that one, like Zach, um, I think it's Zach Galif- talking to, talking Zach Galifianakis, I think is his yeah. name. You know that oh, that meme, meme of him with, with the, the yeah. mask? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, hopefully Amir can find it and put it here. But that's literally me just like thinking, mm-hmm. how would it work? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I honestly, like just now, as we were talking about, I was trying to like figure it out. I can't like would they do like would they keep it as what the time is right now or would they keep it to what it is in the winter so it would be the same time as now because we went back and now we went forward so it'd be the same time as now so actually the days would be the same length if they kept daylight saving so like we would be even even if we were like two years ahead now in ramadan like the beginning of march then the time would still have been like seven o'clock for iftar instead of the like 6 15 that it was um at the beginning of the month no but like what about in the winter the sun still sets earlier it still will set earlier but like we won't have that x that that big jump if that makes sense with the daylight saving like it'll be it'll be it'll be a gradual it will never be as so like you know how like in the middle of winter Mm mm-hmm the sun will sometimes go down at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. It'll be 6 p.m. And it will never go past 6 p.m. Or never go earlier than 6 p.m. It'll always be before that. I don't know if I want that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that either. Because, you know, like, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, no, no, I don't want that either. Okay, keep yeah. daylight saving, guys. <laughs> <laughs> keep, I'm, I'm on the side of daylight saving. <laughs> We don't have to. We don't have to do everything America does, you know. Just because they That's made it, we, we have to follow them. Like, you know, stop pressuring us. Exactly. Stop pressuring us, guys. You're you know. the one who said it in the first Whatever. place. Forget I even mentioned it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. For me, Ramadan's always just snuck up on me. So like, even if even if I know it's coming up, mm. it's like it's like. I don't know. It just it's it's not here one day. That's how anything works. We're not here one here one day and here the next. Like I don't do anything for my body to prepare ahead of time. See, if you do prepare, then it won't sneak up on you. Because I remember one. But year, I don't. I don't feel that like the negative effects. Like I don't get hungry during the day. Like I get hungry, mm. but it's not to the point where I can't do anything. Like I've always had the ability to like even during Ramadan in the middle of the summer, I would still go to the gym five days a week. 
and I would go for one hour every day. And I would still go on my one hour walks. Light flex, but okay. No, no, no. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I feel like it affects everybody differently, right? And also, you can still yeah. eat the same amount of food that you normally eat. Like, it. one thing I think I feel like would really help you mm. is, like, it, it, well, you probably don't, you don't have, like, probably an eating schedule right now, right? Mm. If you had an eating schedule, if you make one, yeah. and you get used to it, then you can literally just shift it. Like, for me, I only eat two main meals, and then I'll have, like, a protein shake. And maybe I'll have a couple, like, a snack in between, like, a protein bar. So, literally, during Ramadan, all I do is shift it to the nighttime. So, at iftar, I'll eat my, um, what I would eat for my first meal. And then, stop. I'm you need sorry. coffee, man. And then, <laughs> and then for, um, uh, what is it called again? For Post- technically lunch or, like, after the iftar, second, yeah. between the, m- the meal in the middle. Instead of having uh, the second like main meal that I would normally eat, I would have my protein shake there, which is mm. usually my last one. And then in the morning for suhoor, that's when I would eat my like second meal. Yeah. And that literally covers all the protein I need, all the carbs I need, all the fat I need for the day. Mm-hmm. And I'll maybe have like a protein shake at a like, uh, not a protein shake, a protein bar or, or maybe a couple eggs or something in between like my uh, protein shake and my iftar meal. And literally, that would be all the calories I need for the day. And just during the day is me burning it all off. or, or burning I don't know. So I don't like, feel it as much. I just can't eat that much right before going to sleep. Yeah, that's a big difference. Like a lot of people say, oh, I can't eat when I wake up. Like whenever someone tells me I don't wake up yeah. for suhoor, I'm like, yeah, how? That's, that's literally me. Yeah. Do you Even wake up for suhoor? You have to wake up for suhoor. No, I can't do it. Trust me. I've, I've tested this theory. Yeah. I've went to bed. Like I've eaten. Mm-hmm. And then given myself time to digest and then gone to sleep, slept through the whole night, woke up and fasted the whole day. And I felt better than if I went to sleep, woke up for suhoor, ate, and then like it's I probably, was hungrier. It's, it's when probably I depends ate. on what you ate. Like if you don't, if you don't track calories, like you probably ate like the amount of calories in that one iftar that I would eat in like two of my meals combined. It always depends on what you eat. Like some things digest faster than others. I don't know. Like I just, I can't. Like I'm eating very eat high protein, low carb meals. Wake. What? Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. that and that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't even eat breakfast the second I wake up. Like I wait a good hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, I won't eat it normally right away either. So how do you have suhoor? Huh? I just I it's it's like it's like your body knows. Okay, this has to be done, so I just mm, do it. I can't do right? it. Right? Like I kind of. It's not that I'm forcing myself. Um, but also the meal is like light enough. Mm. that i can kind of get it down like usually for that meal for suhoor it'll be my salad with the meat so in it's the not, morning yeah i can't do that there's no such thing as like meals that you have to eat at certain times okay like you can have no, pancakes at dinner if you want i mean you as long as I the calories know. in and calories out matches up or or is you have your like your good your balance whatever you need mm. you're good you can eat whatever you want it doesn't matter i don't know about all that but mm-hmm. i just know that i i'm one of those people that cannot have suhoor why Cause oh, because oh because yeah because of the thing but yeah but i feel like you can train your body to get used to it i'll try it for like the first week which yeah. is what i usually do like you know everyone's excited right so you wake up for suhoor and yeah. then by the third by the last week you're mm-hmm. like just give me water and one date and are you three. are you not able to eat it because <laughs> you just feel like your body doesn't feel prepared for is it? because you still feel full from like the previous meal yeah one i'm not as hungry yeah uh and two like I just can't eat that at that time of day. Like if I was awake, maybe all night. Yeah. And then you know, like on the weekends, for example, you yeah. know how sometimes we'd go out for suhoor. Yeah. 
that makes sense because I'm awake the whole time mm-hmm. and I'm like building up an appetite. Yeah. But if I go from like I eat a big meal, wait a bit, go to sleep, wake up again and, and try to eat. And I don't eat that. You can't. I don't know. Power to you if you have a big sahur meal. But like the most I'll do is eggs, maybe a smoothie. Yeah. Like you can have low calorie meals that are still like that have all the nutrition and like the protein or whatever you're kind of going for mm. that don't feel as heavy yeah right like yeah. like uh chicken breast itself is like low calorie and has a high amount of protein i cannot have chicken breast at like 4 a.m amir <laughs> well if you shred it if you shred it and you make if you it, it's all about how you prepare something like i guess yeah i feel like you could do it it just requires maybe it to be prepared ahead of time because some yeah. people just don't like having to make it in the morning yeah but if you have it prepared already yeah you don't have to think about it and you kind of just have it already warm it up and you eat it and you're good I, I'll test it out again yeah. and see how I go the first week. If I find that eating suhoor makes me hungrier during the day, yeah, I'm going to just stop. Yeah, because I find that if thought or like you, you end up eating a lot of stuff that you shouldn't be eating, like a lot of like uh, fried, fried foods, fried foods yeah. and high carb foods. And yeah. then the fact that you're not having if thought or suhoor was something maybe healthy, mm. like you, you just end up having a high fat, like, like oil rich meals every yeah. day and, and then your you f- body you don't feel good either. yeah your body won't it, you're not treating your body well uh, i told my mom i was like this year we got to be more like mindful of what you're eating mindful of what we're eating yeah especially for iftar exactly because i don't like you don't y- your body's already in a not necessarily in a state of shock but you're already going through a big adjustment of like not eating during the day mm-hmm. like the worst thing you could do on top of that is just not having a balanced meal. iftar yeah. meal meals and well. nutritious meal to be you know like yeah you can't have halut marakh every day <laughs> oh, she literally was like do you want me to make halut marakh and nah. i was like girl no nah. like if every once in a while it's fine it. and you have to like supplement it with something with some greens in there like you know how sometimes you make collard greens in there no they don't like oh. when you have the big plate well not yeah that's that's not halut marakh though halut marakh they usually just make salad yeah but like you know when i'm craving it now you're craving Damn, it yeah <laughs> like i just pictured it like you know like a big bowl in the yeah. in the wooden one yeah with the salad on the side and like an ice cold like coke oh okay calm down aren't salad. you craving it's it not, it's you're not, not craving yet. it no i don't you know i don't like that you don't like i can't track it all my all my head what yes you can just search up injera beef stew that's just why i can't track man anyways for all the hararis that are listening to this is is hulbat marakh like a staple in your home? Because I know some people can't yeah. fast without having hulbat marakh. So, yeah. but one thing I am like excited for this year for Ramadan <gasps> is the fact that uh, if you live in Toronto, then I you know that in the that. next couple of days, I knew you're gonna say that, <laughs> that the uh, mask mandates are gonna be lifted, mm-hmm. and also oh, more people. No, 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 but more people are also willing to actually go out to uh, the centers mm-hmm. and take group part iftars. in the group iftars. Exactly. And we haven't had them like a proper goof, group iftar in two years. So this is going to be yeah. the first time we're coming back and like to the classic, like having hundreds of people come to the center. Hundreds? It is hundreds. <laughs> I would say it's at least 200. What? Yeah. No, it's not. Okay, maybe 100 Maybe yeah. back in the day, like Wooden Woods days. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if there was be a, maybe a couple hundred. This year? At, like, not every day, but like for the main days. Should I but do one at my house? At your do house? You, do you remember we used to do like... Home iftars? Yeah. 
why did I say it like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you meant. Yeah. Um, we could do it again. Why not? Yeah. It's going to require you to like set it up probably. That's yeah, why no, we don't I'm, do it anymore because we're lazy. No. <laughs> no, I'll set it up. Huh? You got Eat Barbecue? I'm too lazy for that. Come I'm, on. I'm ta- that's why we don't do it anymore because I'm lazy, okay? I don't have time to set up Maybe stuff I'll, like that. I'll convince my brother to do it. Yeah. Back in the day, we didn't have the internet to, to distract us. Yeah. We, Amir, mm-hmm. Amir and like... Amir and Aisha and then my brother and I were like the kings and queens of Eid barbecues. We would take turns. Yeah. Didn't we have an iftar at someone's house? I can't remember now. But yeah, I'm just excited for like the more communal iftars that we're going to be having again. Mm -hmm. And honestly, just for the fact that we don't have to wear masks anymore. But someone here, like we mentioned a couple weeks ago, is still acting all weird. And I'm I'm calling Cap right now. I know it's not going to happen. What, that I'm going to keep my mask on? Yeah, Sada is not keeping her mask on after this mandate is lifted. Let me explain. Even though she said she will. Okay, let me explain. Try. Okay. I feel like in the last two years, wearing my mask has become like a comfort to me. You You don't realize like how fast you adjust to changes. I know. And I probably will adjust. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I will adjust. But what I'm saying is that it has been like, for example, yesterday I was telling you, mm-hmm. we went to our center, our local, our, oh my God, I can't even speak. Our local. Um, Community center. Is that what it's called? Islamic center, Marcas, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we went to the Musalla, whatever you want to call it, center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't realize because I we go there quite often, but like this was my first time going since I've been back from Ethiopia, and I was like hit in the face with social anxiety, and you were thriving. Like I saw your social, like just socializing with people, and mm-hmm. you know, my instinct was as soon as the Islamic lesson was done, I like jumped up and just listened for Amir's voice because I'm comfortable with Amir. So I was mm-hmm. like finding him like, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> like running towards him. And like, I realized halfway while I was standing there deep in conversation with you guys, like mm-hmm. I'm on the guy's side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even realize that. Eh, we were in the midpoint. <laughs> so, you know, I think the having the mask, Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like kind of become like a, you know, like the safety blanket like a crutch kind of yeah i don't know how like it's, i don't really know how to explain it doesn't make sense it's like a barrier between people maybe are you gonna start wearing it like a niqab to the, to no, the I, mean, I don't know what it is it's yeah like, why don't you just wear a niqab then is that is that what it's called the one that's like covers your face yeah but imagine me wearing a niqab with like jeans you have to change your whole attire to wear a yeah niqab. if you hey if you already like the mask i'm just saying i mean yeah We'll now see. now she's being peer but i feel like i feel like you're really gonna just you don't realize it now but mm. peer pressure is like a really big thing because the I'm moment a, no I'm no, no i'm telling you right now i'm telling you right now the moment that you go into an establishment and you're the only person wearing the mask you're taking that you're taking it off i don't think i'm gonna be the only one uh you'll be surprised how many people will like who have the same idea as you will be taking it off and the people that are still wearing it are probably gonna be like the elderly people who maybe have like pre pre existing conditions that are a little bit more on the on edge when it comes to that. Unless there's someone around your age and you see like a couple of them, I feel like you'll fall to peer pressure and you'll just take it off. I mean, I'm just thinking about our time in Ethiopia and like I lasted maybe a, like, three days <laughs> what? before I took the mask off. I, I took it off right away. I didn't care. No, I wore it like some places. Um 
Well, like we only wore it really when we were getting ready to come back because we just wanted a negative test. <laughs> that was the only reason we wore it. Yeah, true. Yeah, like at this point, we're all vaccinated. Uh, the the variants that are coming out that are there are still variants coming out to this day mm. um, are not as severe if you're vaccinated. So okay. I'm not like a pr- like I'm not uh, like one of those crazy people. Okay, I shouldn't call them crazy. Let me choose my words carefully. <laughs> I, I'm not super uh, fixated on keeping the mask on. It's more yeah. so of just like if you have some kind of crazy sounding cough, like just stay away from me. That's all. That's literally it. Just don't come to social gatherings. Like I've seen. But you could say that about any flu-like Listen, okay. symptoms or flu-like disease or whatever. I'm not going to say who it is, but when I was in Ethiopia, yeah. I went to somebody's house mm-hmm. and they were coughing up a storm. Okay. And yeah. they thought that I didn't hear them. They're like, I think it might be Corona. And I was like, <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, do not breathe. Do not breathe. I was like holding my breath. I was terrified. Yeah. So like, you know, I feel like now that the mask mandate is being lifted, people might still have COVID. And I guess if it's not as strong, it's whatever. But it's, sometimes it's not whatever. It affects everyone differently. It does affect everyone. Like in general, like you wouldn't want someone to just be like, oh, and sneeze on you. Yeah. And, but that's, yeah, this, that's just in general. But I yeah. don't think the masks have anything to do with that. And they, they, they always did say like the masks, they did do something, mm. but they weren't like, we weren't following the rules that were supposed to be used. Like a lot of people were using the um, uh, cloth, ma- cloth masks. We yeah. were told to like not be as effective as the medical grade ones. And that even at that, the ones that everybody was using, those mm-hmm. like thin ones that like with the like, string that always breaks on me. Mm. Um, even those ones weren't N95 rated. So they, they're almost just as uh, bad as the other bad ones. as the cloth ones. But I don't like, know. I, 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 I guess it just made you feel safer because you were wearing it. I feel like COVID, like the whole like culture around it, mm-hmm. turned me into a germaphobe when I never really was one. Yeah, like I was clean. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I never paid too much attention to like the people around me that much. And now mm-hmm. it's like I can't even imagine. You know, if someone sneezes, I I can't imagine walking yeah. in their direction anymore. <laughs> I guess I guess yeah, COVID has affected everyone mm. psychologically very mm. differently. Like mm. some people weren't affected at all. Mm. Like for me, I literally just followed all the rules because those were the rules at the time. And then now they're not the rules. I'm, I'm gonna just go with whatever the rules are now. I'm not really gonna hold on to anything. I'm not gonna hold on to the past. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, but you are you are smart. For like wanting to wear the mask and i feel like maybe we will have that like uh culture similar to how it used to be in asia where people would wear the mask whenever they felt sick or had yeah, some symptoms yeah be just as a general like um good thing to do or like something to protect other people from them because i, I also wanna... feel like what oh my god what's his name who is it doug or is it rob doug ford <laughs> rob ford is the guy who died this girl oh my god how do you forget our own mayor's name anyways yeah <laughs> what <laughs> well you're flabbergasted that you forgot yeah, guys, our mayor's right. name <laughs> i just feel like he's played us so much yeah that he might be like yeah masks are gone yeah and then in three weeks if cases go up he's gonna be like all right masks back on like i don't want to get used to the mask free life mm-hmm. just to put the masks back on I, I don't believe they're gonna go back to you don't think putting so? on put on masks again like if anything this is gonna be like guys we have to get used to this life now like mm-hmm. if you feel like you're 
um, are going to be affected by this negatively, stay at home. You know, protect yourself. Just like anyone would if they ha- if they were immunocompromised, like before COVID. I mean, I guess. Yeah, like take your own precautions. Wear a mask if you feel like you if if you are immunocompromised and you mm. want to still go out. Mm-hmm. Like for your own protection, wear a mask. Yeah. And do and you know carry your um, hand sanitizer or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, I, I feel like at this point we have to get back to business if that makes sense. I mean, I still think that it's not going to go exact, like, and maybe it will. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It might go back to how things were in 2019 and mm-hmm. fr- like before that. But it's so crazy how the entire world changed because of a damn virus. Yeah, like, it changed so much. Yeah, but it's I feel insane. like it's starting to go back to how it was, mm. and like whether whether the uh, WHO or the is that what it's called? WHO? Yeah. Like whether they like it or not, like people are just gonna do what they want now. Yeah. Um. They're still. We're still, of course, gonna feel the effects of it for years to come, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to it comes to the supply chain, which yeah. is still like heavily affected by it. Um. Uh, but I feel like now everybody's kind of distracted with the war, like we mentioned last week. So it just, things are just kind of moving on. Um. Uh, but there are still places in the world like China mm-hmm. who are like heavily <coughs> locking down again because of do they variants. have a new variant that's like yeah strong there's, like, again? there's a new variant that, that variant that's going around the whole world right now is it strong uh no they say it's like more f- infectious than omicron because it always gets more and more infectious but of course does the the reactions to it aren't as severe like just exactly like omicron where the reactions aren't severe it's just more infectious so we kind of just have to we're, we we kind of know that we're gonna get sick here and there and just kind of get used to it I, I i just can't wait till they get rid of the um, um, tests needed for flying. Oh, they're getting, they're getting rid of Yeah, I heard they're getting rid of it in April 1st or something Good. for people who want to come back to the country. I don't know about going to the country. I think it depends on that country. Uh, uh, like America, it will depend on... If you, if you want to fly to America, it will depend on if America... Uh, <laughs> do they even do testing? They might still do it. I don't no, know. for flying into the country. Yeah. Yeah, like flying out, we won't have to do it anymore. Like flying back, I mean. Yeah. But flying out to that other country depends on what that country's rules are. Mm. Like if you like, I feel like for if you want, ever want to fly like China or something, yeah. you're always gonna have to get a test no matter what, just because of how like strict they are with their rules. And yeah. also, it makes sense because in China they also have a very low vaccination rate, which is why they're a little bit more strict on it. Oh, interesting. Because a lot of people that. aren't getting vaccinated, and mainly because it's like just people don't have access to it. Really? At least that's what I've heard. I, I need to re look at that info again mm-hmm. but i believe that like only like 60 percent of elderly people were vaccinated oh wow yeah and they said that the mainly it's not because they don't want to it's because they just don't have access to it Interesting. i think that's what the rule is uh, or that's what's going on mm-hmm. um but yeah so you know that's definitely something to look forward to for when ramadan's coming just a communal i know i couldn't <laughs> bring it back to that you did you did uh, communal gatherings uh so i don't know have you heard of this uh swimmer called leah thomas no well she's a trans swimmer and she transitioned from uh male to female mm-hmm. uh at least she identifies now as female mm-hmm. and she is a professional swimmer mm-hmm. so of course when she changed from uh male to female she wanted to join the uh Women's female team. league or this female swimming team right <coughs> and um i believe the rule for the universities, because she goes to UPenn, mm-hmm. is that you have to like be taking estrogen or something like that 
uh, or like testosterone suppressants for like a year and then you can join the women's team. Oh. But this person is 22 years old mm-hmm. and they've only been taking it for a year and they're clearly still very masculine. Uh, oh. They've kept their their genitals basically. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're very masculine in appearance and just how they speak and everything, but they identify as a woman. And what happened was she joined the competitions Mm -hmm. and she ended up breaking every record in the women's team. Oh shit. And she's went from, she used to be number 462 in the men's league. Mm -hmm. And she is currently number one in the women's (laughs) team. Oh my God. Well, huh? No, no, no. Let me, let me finish the whole story. So, so now there's a lot of controversy, of course. Yeah. Because they're trying to make the argument that, well, the argument that a lot of liberals, people on the left are making is that, um the 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 trans the people who transition Mm -hmm. don't have any advantage to the women who who were born women and grew up as women which is and i think this is really kind of exposes the fact that like now we've gotten to a level Mm. where people are just denying like pure common sense Mm -hmm. and reality Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. so just so they can be more inclusive yeah and I've, inclusivity is starting to destroy the sports world in a, in a sense because this is not the first time we've heard about this. Mm-hmm. This is just one of the most like egregious like forms of it where someone who clearly was not even in the top 300 yeah. of swimmers in the country, yeah. 462 is now number one and broke the record, not by a few seconds, broke it literally by like 45 seconds. Wow. To the point where someone showed a video of uh, her swimming with uh, in a competition and she literally finished her race mm-hmm. and the other, the second place swimmer was still completing their, had two more laps left to go Whoa. across back and forth. Yeah. And like, she's literally just sitting there waiting on the edge and they're just going back and forth, back and forth. And they all finally finish. And she made it number one, went on the podium and everything. And then they started giving out the the prizes or not the prizes, but the, the medals. medals to like second place, third place and the other people there. And once they gave it to the, her, the, everyone's like booing. Really? Yeah. And it gets worse. Like, because Mm-mm. she transitioned, mm-hmm. um, she gets to use like the women's change rooms. Right. Yeah. But a lot of the women in that change room feel uncomfortable because she hasn't transitioned like physically yet. She just identifies as a woman. Mm-hmm. She's taken like the testosterone, rep- uh, rep- um suppression so like there are some bodily changes but when you still have genitals like that and you're in a women's room of course people are going to feel uh um what do you call it again they're going to feel uncomfortable and also Mm -hmm. this person still says that they like women so like so this is this the conversation here is like uh because i think i already know what your opinion is going to be maybe i should ask you so what's your opinion on all of this I mean, like, you know, I want to preface this by saying I'm not trying to offend anyone, but it's kind of like no, saying... No, say with your truth. Say it's kind of like saying yeah. something and being like, no offense, mm-hmm. you know? What, I'm, what I want to say is that although, you know, she was taking testosterone suppressants, if she physically has the physique of a man mm-hmm. and is swimming in a women's league you're already at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Even if you and I were about to be in a swimming, let's say we were we were both pro swimmers. Yeah. You're bigger than me, stronger mm-hmm. than me. You have mm-hmm. more muscle mass than me. Yeah. 
you can probably push yourself you have more endurance more wingspan which is a big thing in swimming right if your arms really tall person too yeah if your arms are like longer than mine you're gonna be faster yeah if we're running in a race and your legs are longer than mine you're going to be faster yeah yeah maybe like someone who's lighter can run like it might seem like they can run faster Mm -hmm. but if you have longer strides yeah and your endurance is better your Mm stamina is better you're gonna win yeah you're gonna beat me every single time no matter how fast of a runner i am Mm -hmm. so in a sense that's kind of unfair Mm -hmm. but i can understand like it's it's kind of like a catch-22 because they're trying to be inclusive Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like the rest of the swimmers are going to be at a disadvantage yeah well my question i guess well one i wanted to get at is that like or i guess what i wanted to say is that like should we because a lot of people don't want this to continue to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of people. Like th- those teams are the the, the people that they're comp- competing against are saying like this is unfair. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't let this happen. But I'm like, you know what? Like just like let, it's almost like uh, when you're uh, teaching a child something. It's like, do you let them get her? Like let's say there's some like a fire here or something. Mm-hmm. Like do you let them touch it and learn their lesson, or do you immediately like pull them back from it? And they never really learn that lesson. Like they kind of have to get burned to learn the lesson. So I feel like they mm-hmm. should, in my opinion, I'm like, you know what? Just let it continue and play itself out. And people will realize over time, like what we're trying to say. Cause I feel like at this point, the left has gone so like, uh, so like far, they've so far out on the whole inclusive thing mm-hmm. that they're starting to deny reality. And I feel like mm-hmm. you kind of have to let it uh, f- go through its course for them to realize how uh, this can negatively affect the people that they're trying to be inclusive for. But that's not really coming up with a solution. Because a solution I would, like, one thing that just popped into my head is, like, you know, there are women who were born with female uh, parts mm-hmm. who are naturally taller, naturally bigger, yeah. maybe have a more masculine build. Yeah, Maybe you can have two different leagues, like a petite league, for example, and, like, a average size and bigger league and then like in boxing yeah like like, you know like there's heavyweight and lightweight for example yeah and that way maybe the the weight requirements are a little bit more uh fair Mm -hmm. and and trans women can kind of fall into the heavyweight for example why not just have a trans league (laughs) because are there enough and then that's kind of like they're being segregated and you don't want them to be segregated but how far do you have to go for inclusivity? Like it is. I don't know. This is all very new. It's it's so new that like I don't even think they really know what they want to do. That's why I feel like you should just let it play out. Like, yeah, at, but that's because they're solution. starting to see like, huh? It's but, not really a solution, and all it's doing is it's, any. But right now, the yeah. the uh, thing is that anyone who speaks out against it is mm. immediately being shunned and canceled for it. That's and, the and unfortunate being, part. Is yeah. that like. It's a very like you're either for us or against us. It's like no, we're not necessarily against you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you want to find maybe a that's a bigger conversation is yeah. that people don't even want to. And I think we even listened yesterday. We were listening to a podcast mm-hmm. uh, with Joe Rogan yeah. where people don't even want to have the conversation anymore. I actually liked what he was saying where he was like that point that he made up where he said he lo- he invites people on his show that he might not necessarily fully agree with. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to learn something. And the only way that you can really learn something is sometimes having people that you don't agree with to hear their point of view. Yeah. If you always talk to someone who's like-minded and has the exact same point of view as you, you'll never learn. You're just stunting your own growth. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. And unfortunately, that's a lot of people who support something like this mm. are on that level where 
they don't even want to have a conversation with the other side and have essentially stunted their growth or ability to see the other side by not even acknowledging that there is another side to the conversation and saying anyone who does have any other opinion is um, immediately a bad person. I mean, I think both sides have to kind of approach the conversation with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Because if you have the right the right wings that come in, they're like, well, you're wrong. Everything you're saying is wrong. And then the left side saying, well, you're being discriminatory. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're just constantly having two negatives. And it's not going to, they're not going to have an open conversation. But if if the right is willing to hear out the left and maybe look for a solution and mm-hmm. the left is willing to hear out the right and also look for a solution, that's a more progressive mindset, I would say. But if you're, if, if it's, it's like that with any kind of, uh, I guess two opposite ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I guess so, because like, I think I mentioned it. I keep saying this. I mentioned it last week where like, I like listening to other people with opposite, like, I, like even listening to Joe Rogan and stuff. I don't agree with everything Joe Rogan says, yeah. but he has people, good people. Uh, he has people on there mm-hmm. uh, who I feel ha- he has really good conversations with, as mm-hmm. you've seen with the podcast we listened to mm-hmm. uh, with, um, I forget who the guest was. It was um, like, can't remember. Oh shoot. Did it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Freeze? Again? Okay, and we're back. Um, but yeah, so the reason I even wanted to mention that story mm. is because I feel like we I already know we already have our opinions on like uh, how far you should go for inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like at this point it's gone too far. Yeah. Uh, but the real issue here is that no one wants to even have the conversation, or even is, is even no one's even allowing people to have the conversation of whether or not this is right or wrong. And I don't know if where it, where it's going to lead to because now people are losing opportunities out of this yeah. because people don't want to listen to what the other side is and they're kind of just trying to a lot of the a lot of the major corporations and universities and stuff don't want to be want don't want to feel like they're going to be on the wrong side of history mm. because the people on the internet even though it it may seem like it's like the whole internet is against them I feel like it's just a few really loud voices yeah and it makes them kind of on edge like it makes the companies very on edge because mm-hmm. the moment a few people start to say something 
against them, they feel like, okay, we, we have to like fix this. We have to make sure we're not canceled by the internet. And like they, they kind of go too a, far. It's a f- uh, fair fear. Cause yeah, because there, yeah, there have been happen. a lot of cases of that. Yeah. But it, like now I feel like um, we, we mentioned this before, but there's a shift going on where companies are starting to be a little less they're not trying hard reactive to, uh yeah like this one mm. i've noticed at least from the people that i've listened to on mm. this topic like more people are starting to realize like the ridiculousness of it mm. because like uh, i think there was a, a fighter in uh australia mm-hmm. who was a mixed martial artist mm-hmm. uh, used to be a man and transitioned to a woman mm-hmm. and she similar to uh what happened with the swimming team but mm-hmm. this is even more dangerous because she transitioned and started fighting women and but still had a lot of the musculature and like mm-hmm. only recently transitioned and had a lot of that testosterone and and the years of being a man in general mm-hmm. to build that muscle mass and was like destroying these women like like That's beating not... to a pulp oh shoot yeah and like it's becoming to the point where this uh, inability to see like what's right in front of you is starting to actually hurt people and it, like in the swimming case there are people who lost scholarships because they didn't qualify because she was taking up like the top spot there it was shifted everything down but of course that's only one person who didn't qualify but then it's gonna discourage a lot of other people from joining if this is what's gonna be happening and probably gonna happen even more i mean i can't say i have any sort of solution or any answers because this is out of my pay grade but mm-hmm. A solution for the change rooms is just get a gender neutral change room. Uh, I don't know. But like that. one yeah. whole change room for one person. Yeah. Well, hey, they they do they do that a lot. Like uh if if you had if you were the only Muslim in your workplace mm-hmm. and you asked for a like a prayer room, they like, probably just tell me to go to, to the janitor. They just tell me to go to the janitor's closet, let's be real. <laughs> With but the, like, no, nah, luckily nah, nah. not in yeah, my there are rules against that here. Uh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And actually, in Canada, if you like spoke out about some of this stuff, you could be like sued for it too, because because they might call it hate speech if you were to say, "Oh, like this person shouldn't be able to do this because like it's mm. it's not equal or it's not right." Like yeah, you can we, actually we so in Canada, intense. you kind of have to be a little bit more uh, conservative with what you say, yeah, or or you kind of have to control a lot of what you say because people it can be misconstrued and. We don't truly have freedom of speech here. Yeah, like I, I, I mentioned that last time. Too. I keep I keep saying that. I need to stop saying that. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so it's very it's a very touchy subject. Yeah, I feel like people should just have that conversation. Like sh- nothing should be touchy, but easier it, said than done. Yeah, people are scared of what people on the internet are going to say, right? At least people who are or public figures are scared of what the internet is going to say. But you kind of have to. Like it, almost like what Dave Chappelle did, like he knew he was gonna get backlash mm-hmm. for his um, special where he talks a lot about like trans issues, mm-hmm. but he still did it anyways because he felt like the conversation needed to be had, mm-hmm. and at this point he has so much money, like no one can cancel him. Yeah. So he had almost like the ability to do it without feeling real any any real comp- repercussions and even then still he still got a lot of backlash for it he still he still did feel some repercussions from it but that was kind of like the first crack in the dam and mm. i feel like there's going to be more cracks that are coming up especially with stories like this i feel like more people are starting to going to start to see the negative effects of being super inclusive to the point where you're starting to 
include people like this like the only way maybe mm, what you, i don't know i think you should word that differently why because it's almost sounding like you're saying like we shouldn't be as inclusive no like okay yeah because i guess like we're muslim right so i know if there's a hijabi like <laughs> no, no no because no it's not what i'm about to say is that like we want hijabis to be included in a lot of things and they're not yeah exactly so that's why i feel like it is it is very it is very hard to kind of figure out what the right thing is because if you want your people to be included in things you kind of have to accept that people who have maybe different views as you or a different lifestyle as you have to also be included for you to be included. So it's almost like we're all on the same side, but not at the same time. <laughs> well, until hijabis have equal rights to everybody else. I don't want to say I don't support anyone, but you know. Yeah. And that's kind of weird how it's been almost accepted. Like these, there's a lot of these uh, people on the left who, um, are very like like they're saying we should be more and more inclusive mm. but uh, you don't hear a lot of them speaking out about like what's happening in france and what's happening in quebec mm. where hijabis are literally not allowed to work as public servers or pu- in public jobs public sector jobs public yeah. sector jobs because yeah. of what they wear or maybe even sick people i think or sick people are they allowed to and i don't think they're even allowed to work in because they Is have it- a headdress that france uh, or is it quebec that says like you can't have any religious symbols on yeah it's quebec quebec yeah but Fra- france as well i believe they specifically went after the hijab i believe in, in france i don't know about yeah so um i don't want to talk about that bad <laughs> <laughs> <Mad> now <laughs> i think we did speak about it i think we might have yeah We've done so many episodes at this point, guys. We're starting to forget what we even talked about. We <laughs> talked about it in the car the other day. We're like, <laughs> did we say that? People like quote things to us and yeah. we forget that we even said them to begin with. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was just something I wanted to bring up. I thought it would be um, in- interesting to point out. Mm. And I don't know. I feel like we, there's there's more of a conversation we can have there. Maybe yeah. we think about it more. Yeah. Um, and it's going to come up more. So I'm definitely probably another story that comes out about it mm-hmm. um i have another topic here but i don't know if i want to do it this week which one is it let me see huh it says like the kanye doc did you watch Ooh, that i didn't so you didn't watch that we'll save that for things we've watched on netflix recently uh, like red pen i mean turning red that's on disney plus actually whatever same thing and top boys out too i didn't um, watch top boy yet. i have to get like did you watch the first one season? thing i do have to get mentally prepared for is like shows like top boy why like ramadan you know i'm a good but Ra- top boy because like shows that have a lot of like emotional like life or death situations mm. really get to me like game of thrones i had to like get myself prepared to watch something like that because mm-hmm. like any day now you could have another red wedding episode i don't understand you never watched game of thrones no what we know this already okay even they know this Come oh, on. i forgot okay i forget a lot of things <laughs> but yeah so like well red wedding a lot of, a lot of main characters died in that episode in the but, wedding yeah but i don't know if that's a spoiler whatever it's been a long while it's a long long time since that episode came out (laughs) but yeah like you don't know when the next main character that you really like is gonna die so you have to like prepare yourself for it because you get really invested in these characters right that's true and like shows where you know no one is safe Mm. are like things i can't i have to get prepared for i don't know if anyone's like that like do you have to get mentally prepared for do you have to get mentally prepared for like certain shows because of how like much you're invested in the characters and like how anyone can die at any moment even a main character can die or at least they've shown you that 
Uh, that happened to me with Grey's Anatomy when they killed off Derek Shepard, who's one of the main characters. You won't understand. Okay, okay, watch anyone <laughs> watches, hopefully anyone who watches Grey's Anatomy, when he died, yeah. I felt like my husband died. Is he that like main, the McDreamy guy? Yeah. Oh, look at you. No, no, I just know about the memes. Okay, I know the memes. <laughs> Patrick uh, Dempsey. I did watch. I did watch the like. Uh, someone was reacting to it. I think it was like you know Doctor Mike on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was reacting to it, mm-hmm. and that's how I saw the episode where he where he dies. Where yeah, where he like saves that person and they get hit by a car, yeah. which was like the dumbest thing. How does like how does just how the uh, the whole thing happened? Honestly, like I watched the backstory. You want to know what happened? What? So what the, the, backstory? the two main characters, the person he's married to on the show. He's married she, to someone on the show. On the show, he's yeah. He's Meredith's husband. Yeah. So in real life, they actually don't like each other. Oh, really? And Meredith is who the show is about. Grey's yeah. Anatomy. She's so Meredith she got Grey. him killed off. Yeah, because she's friends with the creator <gasps> of the show. So. Oh no! no that Isn't that crazy? Right. That ain't right, man. And the guy is dyslexic too. That's just one thing I That's randomly such a know about. Random him. fact, I know, I know. I didn't know that I, he he doesn't know how to read or he's dyslexic or something. I don't think dyslexic means you don't know how to read. No, I think he. He was dyslexic. Have a hard time reading. And had a hard time reading. Oh, okay. So, like, a lot of the lines he learned from the, sh- from the show, he had to have read to him or he had to have more time with it. <laughs> that is too much work. <laughs> I don't know why I even know that. That's, like, a random piece of information I really <laughs> <So> know. <laughs> I never watched the show once, but I know that it has, a, like, a dis- uh, an impediment. <laughs> the well, main character. Yeah. So, like, when he died or when... Um, there's other characters. We're not yeah. going to go into it. But, yeah, when, when they died... It always happened when you least expect it because that was the first time that I experienced attachment to a show. Yeah. Um, but after that, it's kind of just like. But like, but like, did you have to get yourself mentally prepared for that episode every time before you were watching it? Like before you watch that show, did you have to get mentally prepared for it? Like, did yeah. You, like I had to, I have to be in a certain mindset to watch Top Boy. I have to be a certain mindset to watch like. Top Boy had me in a Back in the day, like Breaking Bad. What? Top Boy had yeah. me in a cho- Like it made yeah. me want to be a Top Boy. What I want to wear a puffer jacket. And nah, like, that like speaking a did British not accent. glorify the life at all. I how did you? Though. How did you get that out I of just, it? I feel like those who know, if you know, you know. No, yeah, I don't know. The girls that get it get it, and the guys that don't don't. What? Okay, tell me one thing about that show that made you like after seeing all that that made you want to be part of that life. You know, Amir, when you're on your way to your corporate job and in your head on your headphones you're listening to like yeah gangster rap where you're selling drugs. So in my head, I'm a drug dealer. But as I walk through the doors, I'm like, good morning, Angela. How are you this morning? You know? Well, I don't watch. I don't listen to that uh, 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 low quality music, okay? Wow. I need stuff with substance, okay? Wow. You listen it's to good. Fireflies by Ocean City. <laughs> Is it called Ocean City? Huh? What? <laughs> Owl City? <laughs> Scroll. Ocean City? He does have a song called Ocean Eyes. <laughs> I think that's, isn't that Billy Eilish? Huh? Uh, he also had one, I believe. Oh, really? Or no, it's called Ocean ocean voice or something like that? yeah, no. that's like back in like 2012 okay. anyways whatever <laughs> <laughs> what was the original topic i think you're oh yeah we were gonna mention connie but you never watched the doc yet I'll that's why it. i didn't want to mention it i was like I'm should i mention it. this i'm gonna watch it <sighs> that way we can cover kanye doc red panda what the hell is turning red sada same thing Red panda. Red mentioned, panda. You've said red panda like a million times. Now. I know. I, I guess know. she technically does turn into a That's red what panda. Saying. Yeah. But we'll save that for like. Okay, you we'll know? save that. We'll save that. Um, I think we should just end it there then. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm done with you guys. I'm sweating here. I know. I don't know why. I'm literally freezing. You're freezing. Yes, I, I just had goosebumps. I'm sweating. I had goosebumps at one point. I'm like, this guy, is trying to kill me here. Fuck. 
I, is the I window open? Window. Yeah, I did open the window. I knew it. I, was, I just realized. I was like, wait, did I open the window? How okay, I did. Okay, All Whatever. Right. Okay, guys. <laughs> thank you again for watching. Uh, remember to subscribe. Uh, click the like button when you're watching the video. Um, what else can you do? You can follow us on all our social platforms. It's all linked below. Yeah. Uh, remember, there's also an audio version of this podcast if you ever wanted to. Well, for the people who are watching, there's an audio version of this podcast. And um, what else? Y'all we'll already see. know, man. At this point, it's 41 episodes. Okay. <laughs> well, it could be someone's first time listening to us and they just happen to choose this episode. If this was your first episode, I'm so sorry. What do you mean? Why? Huh? I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, like this was, this is all over the place. Uh, that's kind of our, our thing though. Yeah, it is. Our, our, it is our thing. Our thing. So and maybe it's just me overthinking it. Whatever. If it is your first time, welcome. Yeah. Thanks for coming. I hope you stay a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that note, we'll see you guys next week. <gasps> Bye. Bye. What? Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.